a Radio 191 FM podcast. And we are very, very fortunate to be joined uh, on the Cosmic Monday Drive on Radio 1 with Tom Young of the very own Leisure. Uh, Leisure have amassed 75 million streams online since their first single race in 2015, and they're playing their first Dunedin show in Friday. Here we go. How are you, Tom? How's your day been? I'm uh, very well, thanks, man. Uh, wonderful. Did you, did you like the uh, air horns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wonderful. I was just, just trialling a new, uh, <laughs> new wee toy. <laughs> Sorry. But, Sally, normally we're very serious on uh, the Cosmic Monday Drive. Um... So uh, it's your first, your first Dunedin show coming up on Friday. Uh, are you excited? Yeah, real excited. We've yeah, we've never been. When we played a festival in Christchurch, but nothing headlined. So we're real excited to kind of see what's happening down there. Awesome. Well, it's it's uh, getting cold. That's uh, that's what's happening. But we're very very <laughs> excited to uh, have you here. Um, the every single uh, coming out of Twister, the your new album, uh, the sophomore album of Leisure. Every single that I hear just makes me want to get up and boogie. I think it's such a cool sound that you're, that the band has. Um, is it a bit difficult when you're writing music? Because you've got uh, members that come from so many different like areas of music and expertise, do you find it difficult finding that sound, or does it come naturally? Uh, yeah, it definitely comes naturally. Um, the synergy just works with us. We're pretty lucky, but... Um, you know, like I think anything different would be strange, but it just somehow just happens for us. And I, I think the, the difference in the variety in our influences and stuff really uh, helps. Mm. It gives us all these different kind of moods and yeah. um, things to reach into. What if we're otherwise stuck or yeah. you know, something like that? I guess each genre, each genre has its like. Uh strengths and weaknesses and if you can play off the strengths of everyone's different genres that they love uh, it creates a like i guess a very uh uh if, yeah if one person gets stuck in a certain bit of a song you can draw inspiration from others yeah totally like just like for example like um i love like uh the kind of kraut rock era mm-hmm. like can and stuff and then um and i i feel like that's and some of the boys do as well, but I feel like that just stuff like that has kind of influenced Legend. Mm. Cool, but, but not not in an obvious way. It's just kind of like just like little things like restraint. Yeah, just, just even like out there stuff like can can kind of come into pop music. You know, yeah, different way. Yeah, I think I think it's cool when 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 bands do use uh, or musicians and artists use um and and uh, inspiration from genres that, that that they don't make music in or make art in um and i think that's that's really cool that uh you uh you as a band do that yeah yeah so um with the with the writing of the album how long um did it take for this to uh come to fruition like has it been has there been songs that have been there for months or years uh like how's how's the writing process work um yeah we go away to different um airbnbs and do writing sessions mostly um, oh, nice. And then sometimes just kind of we'll email each other beats or something. But um, it started just after the first one came out, really. Um, and then we had originally planned to put it out last October. Mm. Um, so it was ready to go, like, probably probably almost a year ago now. Um, wow. But just, you know, record labels, stuff, yeah. and, and, like, rollout the way they want to kind of pace things is kind of 
has changed. Oh wow! So the release date. So. That, that's crazy. So are there when you when you write an album and uh, you you get to the songs to the level that you want them to be played? Um, I, I, since there's been such a lot long time since those songs are written, is there anything that you do differently live to these songs, or do you want to keep tweaking these songs even though um, they've been recorded and mastered for the album? Uh, yeah, yeah, we we we'll be playing a song live, and then um, I'll go back and listen to it if I'm like practicing or something, mm. and then there'll be all these things missing. Yeah, and I'll be like, oh, what I thought. You know, Jaden's got these guitar yeah. like Josh has put in these new samples and Yeah. So they're definitely growing and developing and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. That's that, that's um, a very cool uh, process. I imagine it would be a very cool process to be part of, to like have a finished product. And then you're like, actually, guys, let's not stop here. Let's keep uh, yeah. working on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you had two, uh, you've already had two gigs for this nationwide tour uh, in yeah. Wellington and Auckland. How did they go? It was really cool, man. Um, Auckland was real cool because all, all of our friends are there. Mm. We, we're based in Auckland, so all our family and stuff came and packed out the power station. <laughs> oh, yeah. Five. Nice. Um, Wellington was real awesome. Yeah. Um, we, before we played in Wellington the first time, we heard that Wellington was really kind of standoffish and kind oh, of okay. arms folded, chewing the gum kind of bug. Oh, all the hipsters. <laughs> yeah, but we've had the like the complete opposite experience. Eh? Oh, wicked! Wellington's super, super nuts. Oh, nice. I've so, I've um I've heard that um there's kind of like they've got all these gigs for small like smaller venue gigs, but then once you start getting to bigger areas, like a band like uh, Leisure, where you could start selling uh, gigs with more tickets, but they've only got. They've only got a certain amount of like smaller venues in the medium-sized venues. They've actually got really, really lacking. Um, where did you play in oh, Wellington? Right. Uh, we played at San Fran. Oh, San Fran's wicked. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad the crowd uh, responded uh, positively. That's always uh, good to hear. Yeah. Um, so just going back to your uh, Airbnb, um, I think that's so cool. Like bands going to, like that, you go to an Airbnb and have a writing session. Is there any Airbnb that uh, stood out either because that's where you got a lot of good mahi done, or um, it was just really horrible but still produced great, <laughs> great results? Um, I think the first house was uh, the best. Just maybe because it's just where we where it's kind of started. Mm. Um, but we find anywhere on the west coast is the best because you get the sunset. Oh yeah, west coast, best coast, as they say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're because of the way like the timetable structured when we're away, we usually get up at lunchtime um, and then kind of get into it at about three yeah. p.m. and then we'll go till maybe uh, like three or four a.m. Wow, um, it's all shifted. So those sunsets are kind of like the halfway point of our yeah. of our day. Oh man, that's a there's a lot like even with those are long long days like over twelve hour days. That's crazy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. It's, mm. it's easy because you just forget about work and stuff. And yeah, just, yeah. I mean, I suppose it, it it kind of is work for you, but like because you're going to an Airbnb, you're getting out of like the city, out of your homes. It, it must feel like sort of like a holiday where you're achieving something. Yeah, definitely. And um, two of the guys work in the engineers yeah. like, for their day job so like, we have studios we can use in the city but for them it's just like sitting at their 9 to 5 desk yeah so um, it's, it's important for them to kind of get away from yeah. that work 
environment. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. That's very very healthy. That's I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Um. What? So you've you've been doing gigs. You've done gigs internationally. Uh. You've done them throughout the throughout New Zealand. What is there a show that is the most memorable show for you? Um. I think Berlin was uh, one of our favourites. Yeah. They're just the people in Berlin are just awesome. They're so friendly. Um. And they just seem to be all on our page and um. As soon as we started playing, just like the smell of weed was just like wafting throughout the <laughs> venue. There were like there were these two chicks um, next to my like fold back, and they had a like a big bag of weed on the stage, and like they were just rolling these joints and just smoking them, and then just that would be like rolling, smoking, rolling. <laughs> Oh, wicked! It sounds like a, a fantastic gig. Yeah, it was, it was cool. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, so with with um, Twister, are there any uh, songs that while you're recording them, they or while you're writing them, they they gave you uh, a, a bit of trouble and um, but you it took it longer than other songs to get them to at a level that you're all uh, happy with. Um, yeah, the hype uh, was a little bit hard for us. Mm-hmm. And why was that? Um, I think we weren't sure if we liked it for mm. a while. Okay. Um, it was just getting the production and the, and the sequencing of it right. Um, and our label really liked it. Yeah. And so it kind of put this um, weird pressure on yeah. finishing it. Because um, if they didn't like it so much, I don't know if we would have given it, a, you know, a good nudge. Yeah. We probably just would have, like, grabbed another song that we were excited about at the time. Yeah, and, and built it up from there. Okay. Yeah. That does add an interesting dynamic, isn't it, where, like, if the, the people who are, you know, enabling you to do this are like that song, but you're not so sold on it. It's interesting. Yeah, it was it was kind of... I was saying to the boys, it was almost like a test um, to see whether people would respond. Mm. Um, like, listeners would respond to something that wasn't... Like maybe 100 percent driven by us. Yeah, but a little bit different. Yeah, just oh. to kind of see what, what that would what that would be like. Hmm. Um. When so this is your second album. Um. When you when you're writing, so when you've got one album out, obviously there's less songs in your pool to choose. But when you're making a set list for a live gig, when you're doing uh like a, a sec, you've got a second album and you're doing a tour, how do you choose which songs to drop and which songs to include? Because obviously you want to play your new stuff. But you also want to keep the the audience involved by playing some of the older, more familiar stuff. So, how do you craft that set list? Um, I guess there's a couple of ways. We just um, we're stoked that we've got two albums to work with now, mm. um, and we were conscious of making stuff that was suited for a live environment with the second album. Yeah, because um, with the first one, we didn't even really uh, think about the playing live mm. um, and we noticed that there was just maybe some spots where we needed a bit more energy yeah. in the live set so um, okay. I don't know yeah it's, it's a pretty even it's probably still mostly uh, old songs I'd say. I'd say maybe it's 60% old ones okay I suppose as as, as as time goes on that that's probably likely to change isn't it as um, more people are exposed to the album yeah, yeah, totally. Wonderful. Um, yeah, but I guess we just use uh, different kind of energies if we need it to yeah. 
at the moment we're kind of starting off with a bang and then we'll drop down for two songs and then we'll come back up and then we'll go back down and come back up you know what I mean so it's just choosing which songs match that kind of the shape of the yeah. okay. that you want to because you, you don't want to be full on for the whole uh, concert because otherwise people are going to you know people yeah. need people need it to chill out <laughs> yeah, for one or two songs oh awesome yeah. Well, thank you very much, uh, Tom. What, so, what's what's next for Leisure? You're going to finish up this uh, this New Zealand tour. Then what? Yep. Um, well, we've got uh, our third album like written. So, oh, cool. Um, but it just depends whether we want to add more songs to it. So we're, we're yeah we're on the way back from Wellington. We were um, listening through our demos and recordings for the third album. I think we'll probably in August we'll do some sessions and try and get some maybe live drums recorded this time and wicked. Um, and then we're going to Aussie in September. Oh, wonderful! So that'll be a big uh, a big tour. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so yeah. much for uh, coming on the show, Tom. I can't wait to see you uh, on Friday night. Um, oh, cool. If you, uh, this is this is kind of indulging myself a little bit here, but uh, I, when I was younger, and I, I still am, I was a huge Goodnight Nurse fan. <laughs> And, oh, yeah. um, and on their two albums, they've got a song uh, called "All Hail the, the Al." The, sorry, "All Hail the Serpent Queen" Part One, "All Hail the Serpent Queen" Part Two, but um, they never released the third album with "All Hail the Serpent Queen" Part Three. So maybe uh-huh. could you talk to Jaden and talk amongst the band? Maybe Leisure could uh, have the spiritual succession successor of "All uh, Hail the Serpent Queen." Right? <laughs> To finish off the trilogy, just some food. Yeah, for third album's the the Let It Go email album. Yeah, yeah, the email. <laughs> Bring it back, bring it back. Uh, well, thank you so much, Tom. Um, looking forward to the gig uh, on Friday. Uh, if uh, you missed that, Leisure, they're playing at Starters Bar on Friday. Uh, tickets are still available, and it's going to be an awesome, awesome show. If you like dancing, you will love Leisure. They're releasing their second album, Twister. That was Tom Young. From the band. Uh, if you missed the uh, interview, you can go to r1.co.nz and go to podcast. It'll be up there later. Here is On My Mind by Leisure. It is a fantastic song, and we'll see you on Friday. Keep it locked on the Cosmic Monday Drive on Radio 1. That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.